Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast from the American Journal of Managed Care. Under the Americans with Disabilities Act, physician practices must provide equal access to those with disabilities and must accommodate their related needs and cannot refuse patients because of a disability. Patients also cannot be required to provide their own accommodations or pay accommodation costs. However, results of a national survey of U.S. physicians about their knowledge of their ADA obligations, published in the January issue of Health Affairs, found that more than a third knew little or nothing about these responsibilities, and a little more than 70% answered incorrectly about who determines reasonable accommodations. For this episode of Manage Carecast, we interviewed Dr. Lisa Iazzoni, the lead author of the paper, a professor of medicine at Harvard Medical School, and a health policy researcher at Massachusetts General Hospital in Boston. Thank you for joining us today, Dr. Iazzoni. Well, thank you for having me. You have a study in the January issue of Health Affairs called U.S. Physicians' Knowledge about the Americans with Disability Act and Accommodation of Patients with Disability. It seemed that this was a continuation of an earlier study or a wider one. Can you explain why you did this national survey of physician attitudes on this issue? The national survey um, was a single time survey, but we have published a number of papers from that survey starting um, in health affairs in February of 2021, where we focused on the somewhat troubling finding that over 82% of physicians think that people with significant disability have worse quality of life than other people. And that 41% of physicians do not feel strongly confident in their ability to provide equal quality of care to people with disability. And only 56% of physicians welcome people with disability and strongly welcome people with disability into their practices. Why do you think they felt that way? It seemed that there's a lack of education around this issue. Well, I think people who are physicians are people first and they're part of society and society has historically for millennia actually stigmatized people with disability. And so um, you would hope that physicians would be more empathic, but I think that they have the same both explicit and implicit biases that other people in society have. You asked about a fear of lawsuits in the current study. What was your finding around that? The, um, yes, the current study focused on ADA, Americans with Disabilities Act knowledge. And we found that 68% of physicians said that they had at least some risk of an ADA lawsuit because of problems providing reasonable accommodations to their patients. I thought it might be interesting in this interview if you could give, as you speak, the correct answers for people who are listening. Okay. Do, what do you think about that idea? Certainly. Okay. So one of the questions you asked was about who pays for accommodations if someone with a disability goes to a physician practice. Yes. And was that a question? I'm looking at the paper now. That was a question that most people got correct. 
That's, that's right. And our focus in this survey was on physicians practicing in outpatient settings. That's right. And so these were all outpatient physicians. Um, and yeah, 20, only 20% gave an incorrect answer. The correct answer about who pays for accommodations is the practice or the physician. And then there was another question about who determines the accommodations. That was the one where most answers were incorrect. That's right. Um, slightly over 71% of physicians gave incorrect answers about who determines reasonable accommodations for patients. Um, there are slight differences between publicly funded clinics, you know, for example, a federally qualified health center versus a private physician's office. The first is covered under Title II of the ADA, the second under Title III. So there are slight differences in this, but in both settings, the correct response is that this should be a collaborative decision, that physicians should ask patients what they need to accommodate their disability when they come to see the doctor. And they should discuss with patients about how to make sure that the patient's preferences are satisfied. And so this is for accommodations for physical accessibility. It's also accommodations for effective communication. So say somebody who is culturally deaf with a capital D, such that they speak American Sign Language and they come to their doctor and they want to talk about their health, um, they may very legitimately request um, that an ASL interpreter be provided so that they can effectively communicate with their physician during that office visit. Can you talk a little bit about the characteristics of the people who answered the survey? They were representative of the medical profession as a whole at this point. Yes. Correct? So this was a nationally representative sample of physicians in seven specialties. We had general internal medicine, family practice, rheumatology, neurology, ophthalmology, obstetrics, gynecology, and orthopedics and neurology. Did I say neurology? Neurology. Yeah. I, I think you did. What are some of the solutions to this problem? Well, First of all, um, I think physicians want to give good quality care to all of their patients and they want to be able to effectively communicate with their patients. And so physicians just need to educate themselves about the means for making sure that that happens. Um, so setting up their office practice such that whenever a new patient makes a appointment, they say, okay, um, are there any ways that we can help you when you come to the doctor's office? Do you need assistance getting onto the exam table, getting undressed with hearing, with vision? Um, and so just making sure that the practice is set up. So it's kind of automatic that you ask the patients about what their accommodations might be for um, coming in to have an office visit. Do you think reimbursement plays a role in any of this? I don't think I saw that mentioned in your paper, but you did mention a lack of time. Some, some physicians may feel there's not a lot of time. Do they ever talk about reimbursement when you discuss this issue with people? There is a presumption that accommodation costs a lot of money. And um, there is one circumstance where there is a structural problem for making the accommodations. And that is that um, qualified ASL interpreters often cost more than the physician will get paid for that office visit. 
However, hopefully, you know, that will wash itself out, you know, um, that physicians will have other patients who pay more. And so that will be able to cover the cost of the ASL interpreters for those patients who do need that. However, um, when you're thinking about some other accommodations, they aren't that expensive. For example, um, if you have somebody with low vision and it's hard for them to read small print, you can use large font print um, to print off any instructional materials that they might need um, or prescriptions that they might need. Um, somebody like me who needs a height adjustable exam table, it is true that exam tables that are height adjustable are more expensive than fixed height exam tables, but there's a win-win situation here. And that is that practice staff often get injured in transferring patients. And so it's likely that there will be fewer injuries if it's easier to transfer the patient. Secondly, physicians are sometimes short stature. Sometimes physicians are tall. And so a height adjustable exam table allows the physician to position the table at the exact right height for that physician to ergonomically comfortably perform their examinations on their patients. Was there also any correlation between a physician's attitude towards welcoming or what they thought about patients with disabilities and your actual findings? Yeah. Um, Physicians who felt like they had a higher risk of an ADA lawsuit were not as welcoming of patients with disability. So it almost became like a self-fulfilling prophecy. It, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Is there anything else that you want to mention or that I forgot to ask about this? I think that virtually every practicing physician who has direct patient care can expect to see more people with disability in coming years. With the aging of the baby boomers, there's going to be a lot more bad backs, a lot more bad knees, a lot more hearing loss, a lot more vision loss. And so I think that physicians just need to think about their practice environments and setting them up so that they accommodate people with disability. It'll make it easier for the patients, but it will also make it easier for the staff. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. All right, take care. Okay. Bye. Bye. For all of us at AJMC, thanks for listening. To learn more about these issues, go to AJMC.com. And if you like the podcast, follow us on Twitter at AJMC underscore journal.